0: Hey there, it's Alwyn better known as the voice behind Averin, with a word from our sponsor. This session brought to you in part by Fiverr, the best place to find freelance services for your business. Whether you're in the market for commissioned art, or even script writing, which I probably should have utilized prior to recording this so I didn't have to do it six times, you can find on Fiverr. It's a whole world of freelance available right at your fingertips, with options for every budget. Find high-quality services at every price point, no hourly rates, and just project-based pricing. You'll find quality work done quickly, with the right freelancer to begin working on your project within minutes. Your payments are protected, every time. Always know what you'll pay up front, and your payment isn't released until you approve the work. And know that Fiverr has your back with 24-7 support. Not in the market for services, but looking to augment your own income? Fiverr is powered by freelance artists just like you. Hi everyone, this is JJ, the co-founder of GoodPods. If you haven't heard of it
1: yet, GoodPods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening!
2: Welcome to... World of Saloon.
3: everyone, and welcome to Queers and Spears Presents the World of Saluna quest Bottom Sept. I am your modest game master, CJ, and with me, as always, are my Sacred Seven. Say hello, Sacred Seven. Who's that? Hello. Hello,
4: hello. hello.
3: hello there. In our first And very last episode, we found ourselves in multiple homes and different establishments following seven complete strangers who all showed up to Valiant's Peak to have a party. At least that's what they thought was happening in their mind. But it quickly turned into the desecration of the ancient formation and quickly quickly, our players discovered that they were not here for any old reason, that they were, in fact, chosen. And when we last left off, each of their names were called in front of this large crowd, and they were brought to the front, in front of everybody, and then quickly pulled off into the vivarium by the king's soothsayer, As you guys enter into this vivarium, you are quickly all hit with the sense of a very, very warm environment. You all live in forested, kind of tropical kind of area, so you're used to a little bit of like humidity in the air and a little bit more warmer days and stuff like that you walk into this sunshone room and it is hot and muggy in here. You can see the ley lines of the humidity just wafting in the air. I'll just surrounded by like tons of plants and little like birds chirping and flowers just abundantly growing, all different types of wildlife and all different types of plant life, just beautiful colors just all over the room. And you walk into, like, stone flooring with peaks of, like, moss and grass that grows in the natural cracks of the stone, leading you all to a large table that has, uh... A chair for each of you along with a couple of other people who are joining you here at the table. Also joining you here in the room is the four guards which were previously mentioned in uh, the last episode that were posted inside the vivarium, two are posted on the interior doors that you just entered from, and two are posted to other doors that seem to lead to the exterior of the home, possibly the backyard-ish area. You see that the soothsayer, Exoralia, also joins you and is sitting at the side of the table, not quite the head. King Eros is also here. He takes a spot at the head of the table, which has the only seat. It is also the largest seat. It seems as if they placed it there, knowing he would sit there. Kind of plops himself down in that chair. um, uh, and uh, Also, General Felix McCuster is here as well. He is standing off to the side of the king. Where would everyone like to kind of sit? So there uh, are two spaces available up close near the king um, that are kind of like off to the right-hand side of the table. The left-hand side of the table, the very first spot next to the king is taken by Exralia, but there is a seat next to Exralia and then the rest of the seats just kind of wrap around the table. Uh, The general is not sitting, he just stands nearby. Very close, but not nearby. Uh, And for a quick description of uh, the general as well, uh, for characters who didn't have an opportunity to look at this person, uh now you see the general Felix McCuster. he is a about seven foot tall uh centaur man with dark brown uh, hair that kind of wraps down his body and leads to dark black hooves uh, and a li- very um long with small strands of braids in his black almost black but dark brown hair on his tail that kind of sticks out a little bit from the hair on his body. There is, uh, up top is a masculine form. The man uh, has kind of a darker skin pigmentation, um, with small uh, scars across his face. Uh, There is long antelope-like, um horns that protrude from his forehead and a uh he has like very shockingly blue eyes with uh dark brown messy hair on top of his head he wears a button-up white shirt with a green vest over it Where would everyone like to sit?
2: I think so that nobody else has mm-hmm. to do it, Freya will sit next to his father.
3: Freya, you take a seat at the head of the table uh, next to your father.
0: Um, I think Encina is going to take the seat that is that is whatever seat is like the most in front of the king and she's just gonna kind of stare at him menacingly like a little with a little bit of a leer in her eyes she does not like this dude at all
3: yes uh so would you like a spot that's kind of across the table from him so that you can leer across the table or would you rather be closer to him while still just looking at him and leering at him.
0: She wants to leer from across the table because she wants him. She wants him to see her in front of him, but she doesn't want to be anywhere near him.
3: <laughs> so across Absolutely. the table. You take, yeah, you can take that. Go. Uh, there is another chair. It's a smaller chair compared to the king's chair on the opposite side, but you can sit on the opposite side of the table uh, towards the end at the bottom. Uh, There's probably about four seats on either side of the table. That is basically the distance between you and the king. So about four people's worth as far as the table goes. I would maybe say it's about maybe 12 feet long in total. So it's only about 12 feet between you and, you know, this king.
0: Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So Encina will take one of the take one of those seats. I think. Um, oh, go ahead.
4: I think R will sit next to Encina and hide by her impressive visage.
5: <laughs> I was thinking the exact same
4: thing. Is that what we're <laughs> calling them? We're calling them saying, I visage. I want sit next now? to Encina and just hide. Yeah, I think that's it. she's gonna take most of the attention, so we're just gonna stay on the side. of <laughs>
0: Listen, Encina's fine with it. Encina, Encina's out here,
4: like a tractor uh, magnet, basically. You know, <laughs> just
0: eyes <Yeah. blind
2: laughs> on her a distraction.
0: I do. um, I was uh, Nikki. Does does R kind of like like try to actually hide by Encina, or is just like sitting next to her?
4: He's just sitting next to him. It's just his thought process. Like, all right, there's this thing. I'll just sit. <laughs> off- <laughs> and I'll
0: just sit everyone will look there instead
4: of me. <laughs> damn
0: thing, damn and seen as a thing. A <laughs>
4: yes, so I don't oh. know you. <laughs> like on
1: click clack it- is just going to take a chair. It does not matter to click clack. A chair.
3: Uh,
6: question. Uh, is there yes. another chair at the front of at the head of the table or are they all taken?
3: Uh, there is a spot that is next to your son which would be about two seats away from okay. your husband uh, but there is only one seat at the head of the table. Seems like mm. it was set up with with the intentions that the royal family would not be chosen. So they didn't accommodate mm. for like seating nearby. I'm sure they could like switch it around if you had wanted to sit by your husband. Um, Or uh, if you would like that, a guard can move that for you.
6: No, she would like to just sit by her son.
3: Okie dokie. So you take a seat next to Freya. Uh, Next to Uh Melano, I'll go ahead and put Click Clack there in that third seat on that side. And then we'll do R. And then Encina... And then whoa, because you two are next to Encina. Um, and then who's left? We're still missing like that would be Oriana. i Miss Oriana. There is an yeah. empty seat next to Extralia, uh, or a seat currently next to whoa.
7: I actually think she'll take the spot next to whoa because I think she wants to be a spot where if she speaks up they can see her and she can be heard but also she doesn't want to be right up in their face um, because she does have very strong opinions now that she's able to actually voice um, so I think she would pick somewhere where she can kind of take the stage if needed
3: but mm-hmm. without overpowering the the room.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you, um, logically speaking, you are kind of like in the middle of the table. So you could command it from one side in a way, um, which is good. Uh, you were going to say something, Freya?
2: Can I shoot uh, off a message towards General McCuster?
3: Yes, you can. And actually, before I do that, I completely forgot to mention it. You guys all leveled up to level three. Oh, Oh, wonderful. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. Sick. Um,
2: That's what
0: I'm talking about.
2: My powers. When uh, I just kind of like look at him and like point and uh, he hears, it's probably a bad idea to... Flip the chair so my mother can sit there. Right.
3: Instead of Um, him. uh, McCuster receives your message and looks to you. And he is like, it would be kind of you. To well he messages you back uh, with some magical ability there Uh, he messages you back he'd be like it would be kind of you to swap seats but if the queen had wanted to sit next to the king I'm sure she would have requested it
2: Uh, with that message he leans over to his mother and goes would you prefer to sit next to him
6: Ay Freya, you are the chosen as well. Yes. This is far from a usual circumstance, isn't it?
2: Well, you're the queen.
6: Ay. That I am. She raises her head and kind of she's going to look at her husband, probably fully for the first time since she was chosen.
3: Um can she read him at all, CJ? Absolutely. Anybody at the table who would like to can go ahead and roll me an insight check.
0: Oh, absolutely. Let's roll
3: the shit
6: Are you a kiddy bee right now? I got a three I like insight. Two,
0: three,
4: Ooh, insight is...
7: Damn it! That's just an eight.
4: dirty 20 for oh, R.
7: Hold oh, on. damn.
0: RBC'n. Y'all be saying. 20, I am not saying. I got an A. Just... I gotta I, get I, to I my sheet. I was in the middle of leveling it up. Okay. Oh, nice. yeah,
3: <laughs> take your time. <laughs> I totally apologize for not saying it before we started. It's all good,
5: my friend.
3: All level up to three. Um, really quick, just for those who rolled, who rolled from a twenty to a fifteen? Click click. Uh,
2: it was insight that we were rolling right
3: insight
0: yes and cena did, did not, not. she's <laughs> she's too focused on this bitch in front of her
3: i got a dirty 20 dirty 20 okay so three with a 20 20 and then a, something else within that range what about a 14 to a 10
0: oh that was in got a 10
3: beautiful a 12. 12 awesome and then uh who had a nine and below
0: I did. Uh,
3: I got a three. three. An
7: eight.
6: Yeah, the queen is off her game today.
7: Uh, Oriana's just... Oriana's something else right now. Let's
3: be honest. It's okay. Who isn't? (laughs) We all are. Everyone's kind of... The world is kind of all anew for all of you at this moment. And some of you have a, a... firmer grasp on the chaoticness of life uh, over others those of you who got a 10 or higher can notice that the trunk that the king is very drunk he's very visibly drunk um those who are 10 and under he just kind of looks like out of it in a way like possibly like inebriated but like just out of it uh those of you who got uh, over a like 15 specifically he looks like very kind of like in his head at the moment he that it's very likely that he, he was very much not thinking about the fact that not only one person from his family could be chosen but two people from his family are chosen So he's kind of seems to be like reeling with that fact and also dealing with the swimming that is currently happening in their head.
2: Also, DM, I forgot Um, due to my um, homebrewed class, everybody within 30 feet of me while I'm channeling an emotion uh gets a plus 2 to their ability checks saving throws uh and attack rolls um incredible while uh, specifically wisdom while i'm channeling
3: the tranquility emotion beautiful perfect so this i believe this one uh, insight that's intelligence based i believe
2: uh, inside is wisdom, I believe.
3: Is it wisdom? Okay, cool. So then, everything then is then a plus two added on top of the yeah. numbers. Um, so the the then I believe two of you rolled over twenty um, with yeah. that then, and those two of you, you do see the like the quick darting of the eyes, kind of going back and forth as he's trying to kind of truly like contemplate like what's going on here. He's not though he's just kind of like sitting there slumped over like kind of mad but also like mostly just like something you don't normally see in a king you see fear hmm. and as the king just kind of like Sits there. He's currently got a glass of a very dark red wine. Um, so then he's just kind of swirling it around and just drinking and drinking. As uh, as soon as his cup empties, a, a servant comes over and fills it up without having to say a word. General McCuster steps forward, <coughs> and he's like, "Okay, you are all chosen." What does that mean? Well, um, you can kind of see that he's like trying to kind of like say the right words and like taking a second to kind of like decide how he wants to speak this. Uh, And he is like... So the prophecy tells that the Sacred Seven will be called upon when the island needs you most. Well, unfortunately, we believe that the island does need your help. <clears throat> we need you, if you are willing, and I hope you are willing, I mean, you were chosen, there's got to be a reason for that. We need you to travel into Puppet to called.
7: Is that the only information you have? Called. Why are we going to cold? To cold for what?
3: We. And why are we hopping on in the, in the first place? place? I I wish this didn't happen. Um, he's kind of like looking down a little bit and just kind of like trying to speak out what happened without, like, causing a scene in here that could distract from the party that's happening behind you guys. You can hear behind, like, glass panes, the, like, echoes of a party happening in another room while you are discussing something so grand. McCluster looks to you all and he's like, So the information... So what we need from you is a retrieval. An item was stolen here from the vivarium. And we desperately need it back.
7: So you want us to uh, retrieve some precious thing? I don't understand why the seven are needed for that. Also,
0: what's the fucking atom? You ain't told us that yet. That too. And honestly,
7: if this is such a big deal, if I may, we need to know the whole truth here. I don't want any sugarcoating. I... Please. Just be honest with us. Because whatever we're walking into, I sure as hell do not want to die trying to save whatever the hell it is that you've lost. Or allowed to be lost, for that matter.
0: I thought this place had better
7: security than that.
0: I um... agree with this one. Full transparency or you get nothing. General me. I...
6: Seven Seven chosen is a lot for just an item retrieval.
3: You're right, my queen. It is simply an item retrieval. However, unfortunately, the item that was stolen was Nuna's grace.
0: A fucking course it was. God damn it. It's always something of the gods, isn't it? Yeah, because the gods fucking suck.
2: But...
7: I disagree. They're not all terrible.
2: But I don't understand.
3: Let me break everything down for you so that you have all of the information. Please. Nuna's grace is a flower that formed on the ancient formation, and was repotted into another plant, into another pot, and thrived. It is the only plant of its kind. We have not been able to find a replicant of this plant. The legends of the ancient formation say that it came from the sky, and that's all the information that we have so far of this plant. But what we know of the plant is that it can perform miracles. Miracles like healing sick on the verge of death. It can heal deeply wounded battle scars. It can calm one's mind that has been driven to insanity. It can... It is got so many purposes that we don't even know what it can do. We have only used it for the things that we've talked about. (laughs) However, a week ago, it was stolen from us under the cover of night. It was taken. The guards that were working here have already been terminated. And new guards have been put in their place, and double the guards have been put in their place. But I've, it's already too late, for Nuna's Grace is gone. And the only trace or track that we have is word from a nearby town that says that they saw somebody going through and heading north. That's most of the information that we have. We continue to receive information on the daily about possible whereabouts. We have stations that are from here all the way into Called. We have allies from here until Called. And they will home you and house you if you so choose to go on this mission. But they also have information and they are keeping watchful eye for this. But from what we know, they are heading towards Called.
2: Is this the reason for my father's fear?
3: Yes. We really do not know the power in which this plant holds, young prince. And we really do not understand what it can be used for. We have done everything to keep it for the good of humanity. To try and heal on great levels, provide vaccines for people to keep them safe. But we also try not to use it too much before we fear if we use the whole plant there will be nothing left, then what more can we use from it? So we just take small pieces from it. And So our research has been limited. So... Midah...
2: has been... a failure. As what
3: you you say. You see Eros glares at you when you say the word failure. Mm -hmm. He does not say anything. Mm -hmm. And McCuster speaks up and says, It was not a failure of the king, it is my fault. I am in charge of no. the guards, and I should have placed more guards here in the vivarium, knowing what treasures lie inside.
2: But how can you do that with a drunk for a king?
0: No, I agree with the Freya.
7: Freya is correct. You can only do so much when you are given the orders from a drunkard.
3: you see the just kind of like moves his eyes across the table like kind of glaring between those of you that are speaking up in this moment it's not saying anything
0: well why don't you say something if you got eyes got so much to say huh what are we not good enough for you
3: i think
2: freya turns and glares back at him as if to say try something
7: He won't do anything. He's too much of a coward. Noe clears
6: her throat at this moment. And she tries to get their attention. She shakes her head. She goes, Some things are out of the control of others. Now we need to think calmly about this. What good is fighting and pointing fingers going to do any of us? We were selected to do a job, weren't we?
0: With all due respect, Your Highness, I know what you're trying to say. I understand. But you also have to understand that some of us in this room have seen the horrors that lie outside of your walls. And some of us got some things to say to this fucking piece of shit right here. Okay? And I understand he's your husband. I understand I'm speaking out of turn. But this is ridiculous. You're calling on seven strangers to go save some priceless item that was supposed to be under your care that was supposed to be for all the people and yet you're still not using it on the fucking impoverished there's so many people out there dying I see it every fucking day of my life
6: no way way.
0: go ahead I'm sorry (sighs) Mandy no you go ahead get it out Okay. No, and, she just, and, and that's pretty much
6: oh, wow. all that Sina had to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no. Noe kind of ducks her head a little bit, like almost in a bow, but is looking at Sina, and she introspection kind of crosses her face, and she nods. She goes, I understand. And I hear you. And I... What you all have been through, what you have been through, I, it isn't right and it isn't fair and I know you all want answers so let's find them. You, you should feel free to air your grievances. I was
0: not trying to silence you. I apologize. I think Encina um, sees that the Queen is trying Um And that perhaps her anger is misplaced and is perhaps a bit useless in this scenario, despite how angry she is. Not only for everything that the king has done to the people outside, but for her being in this position. Because this is the last fucking thing she wanted. But she realizes that her anger is not towards the queen. And she sighs and she bows her head a little bit and she says, Your Grace, I apologize. I was speaking out of turn. You're right, we should We should be working together If we're going to get this thing If we're going to get this thing back In the right hands, especially if we don't know What it does, I apologize for my words And uh I hope we can All work right. alongside each other Going forward
6: Um, uh, no way goes. I was not Thinking of the bigger picture Like I should have been And that I should be doing No, but you're right, ma'am.
0: You're right that I should be, that we should be working together, because that is part of the bigger picture. You are correct. I will
6: figure it out.
2: I I
0: look forward
6: to looking, working alongside you all.
2: Freya. Is, Is there some way you all could show us what is happening outside? I would like a chance to fix it. You the see, mistakes. The oh, no, go ahead. The mistakes of my family are unfortunately ones that are already made. But here, there is no speaking out of turn. We are all equals here. We are the sacred seven that are picked. So, say what you need to say. Our status does not matter anymore.
4: I'm sorry to interrupt, but I do have a question for the... Furbold, as to why specifically we were chosen. I understand there's a prophecy and stuff like that, but I can't think of myself having any skills that would be useful in getting back said precious flower.
3: You see Exralia kind of stand up, and they're like, ah, yes, um, so the origin of, uh, the ancient formation is, uh, not necessarily known, but the arcanic ruins and things that are actually on it kind of maybe suggest that it was sent here by possibly gods or aliens. I I do know that the type of plant structure that is located here on this, or was the formation, it's now Crumbles, uh, is not located anywhere here on any of the islands or any uh, other island that I've been able to research. Um... So, it's, like, foreign plant material that leads me to believe it's been, it's from somewhere else that I can't necessarily explain. Um, Sorry. but the arcanic ruins on the thing do specifically state out that this is, that it reads out the poem for you, um, and uh, they read out, uh, the, it's like, uh, the, the poem and the prophecy reads out that Monday's child is fair of face, and... Uh, Tuesday's child is full of grace, and Wednesday's child is full of woe, and Thursday's child has far to go. Friday's child is loving and giving, Saturday's child works hard for their living, and the child that is born on the Sabbath day is bonny and blithe, and good and gay. And underneath that is a quick description, just stating that when the time is right, the seven will be called. And that's truly all that's written on there.
4: So, we're each representing one of those days.
3: I would assume so, so,
4: (laughs) yes.
7: And how are we to know which one we are? I mean, honestly, I, I understand that by this prophecy, that means we bring something that is needed to the table, but how are we supposed to know exactly what that is if we don't know why we were chosen? I mean... I guess,
3: each day we were born, is that all you need us to do? Well, I mean, that could be one very simple way to, like, possibly do it. If you happen to know the day on which you were born, then it could possibly work out that way. But as far as your, like, what you bring to the table, per se, uh, let me all see the palm of your hands.
8: I immediately put my hands under the table
3: Dude, same (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, and Cena speaks up uh, and goes You can can see the palm of my ass Can I make a question, DM? (laughs) Not Um, the palm of my
7: ass (laughs) uh,
0: Oriana Clutches her
7: hands together And brings them to her chest And says Is that truly necessary?
3: Uh, One more second Yeah, one more second What was the question?
8: I just as a druid, I wanna know if I know anything about the flower. Before we um, just get history. right past it.
3: Yeah, roll me a history check.
8: It'd be history?
3: Yes. Or right, nature.
8: Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> I am in nature. Alright, I gotta 16. 16, sixteen plus two. Sixteen
3: plus two, awesome. So you you've heard of um, the flower, you know. Uh, known as Grace, you know that it contains some sort of magical and possibly medicinal properties. Uh, there's really no origin for this plant specifically. No one has been able to like pinpoint it like Exalia was kind of babbling and trying to explain in a way. Is that the legend, and as far as... To believe the legend is what is true, this great formation, this ancient formation, came from the sky and landed here in Valiant's Peak with this flower attached to it. So there's really nothing that links it to here or even the Fae in any way, shape, or form. This is something that's very uh, otherworldly to you, but you do know of the plant and that it has... As some sort of like medicinal flower, uh, medicinal and also magical properties. Is it a plant? It is a plant, yes.
8: Can I, to myself, just cast, locate animals or plants?
3: What's the range?
8: Five miles.
3: Five miles. Uh, it is out of range.
8: Oh, sick. Okay.
3: Um, I'm sick! But. Uh, but with that, and also with your nature check, and then using that spell as well, like, as an underlying, what you hell, can tell direction? that the, uh, you yeah, you're getting the direction that it, it is accurate to what General McCuster has told you, is that it is heading, like, basically north, and north is basically past Dornwich, and then called, which is the very top, so it makes sense that they would say called.
8: Okay. Can, can I just like add a little bit more flavor for that? Um, one of the flowers in my hair turns into that uh, Nuna's Grace, just for a second, and wilts in the direction north.
3: Love that. Absolutely. So can you I... see uh, everyone... Go ahead.
7: Oh, I was just going to say, can I do maybe like a perception check, since I'm sitting next to Will, to see if I notice this?
3: Absolutely.
8: Okay. You are sitting next to me. Close and then enough. I think
3: Oriana is on the other side, so Oriana, you can also <laughs> do that perception as well.
0: I got a nine. i <laughs> I'm Not rolling great tonight.
8: Start adding blood.
3: Did you mean Encina, CJ, or did I mishear that? No, I believe Oriana is next, next to. to... And
0: oh, okay. Never yeah, mind.
3: Encina, and Oriana can roll yeah, for perception.
0: I think I got the layout in my head confused. Because no, I thought you, whoa I was, I was in, in between
8: Between you and Oriana. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm on your other side.
4: Okay.
8: So if you want cool. to make the perception, I think you can. Yeah. But I, it's really
3: quick as well, while you're rolling, I'll just quickly lay out the table starting at the top. King Eros sitting next to him is Freya off to the king's left hand side. Then it's gonna be the queen, Noe, and then it's going to be click clack, and then it's R, and then it's Incena, and then it is Woe, and then it is Oriana, and then there is an empty chair, and then there is Igstralia.
0: Okay,
2: dope.
7: Perfect, a chair for throwing. Next to the bird. Perfect, <laughs> chair for throwing.
2: I think um I think Freya offers his hands.
3: Okay, so uh, those who offer their hands do, and those who offer their hands don't offer their hands, don't. Regardless of it, it was more of a kind of like, look out, here it comes, rather than a like, let me see your hands. As you see, Xuralia kind of casts some divination magic over you all, and starts to kind of like, sweep over just like general thoughts on everyone's minds nothing gets too scraped and nothing gets deep down but it's more like a general like check to see like a like what your like main focus in power may be or what your contribution to the group may be it's just basically a vibe check (laughs) as As we've been indicted to the house of vibes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's just doing a full vibe check
0: Aeros as fails. he goes
3: around, the and uh, then uh, Excalia says, "Oh well, so as it so happens, uh, you all do happen to be born on the very specific days that are listed on the prophecy. You all are born on different days of the week." Um, according to, like, the stars and astrology and things that I've read in different textbooks, according to the time and day in which you are born can lead to different strengths in personality as well as different weaknesses. And so it is thought that the perfect pairing of people is going to be one person from every day of the week. And looking at each one of you all, I see you all have something very different different to offer to this table. I'm looking among you all, and I see some that are incredibly strong and hearty, and I see some who are just whimsical and brimming with magic, and others that are just got a whole noggin full of knowledge, and I just feel like each one of you has something that could help each other out when you need it.
7: Thank you for the astute, um, Lipjack. yes, thank you, um, so, that being said, since we, most of us anyway, are strangers, do we need to go around the room and tell about ourselves, I, I understand that we were trying to locate a plant that is God's well, nowhere right now, Um, but I guess getting into this, we need to know who we're working with. Um, and since I guess I brought it up, I'll begin. Puddle aside, my name is Oriana Starweaver. I have studied many years in Artificery, and I have also trained as a Bard. I am not only able to aid with magic and performance, but as well as constructs and other things I have built and happy to show and use. Um, I like to consider myself a bit of a jack of all trades, Um, but given that, I am quite excited to uh, work with all of you. I'm and not very well experienced with the world outside of um, a few missions I've been on with my father, the Duke, but I'm quite excited to see where this will lead. Now, I am well adept in many a things, so combat, combat. Uh, Mapping, anything like that, I will be happy to offer and aid you all in. So, that is what they bring to this table tonight. Uh, who would like to go next?
2: Uh, I think Frey will go next. I think he looks at all of you and goes, Well, you all seem to know who I am, as it's really necessary to introduce myself, um, Prey of uh, of some more, uh, I it's hard to explain what I do. Uh, Magic is something I can do, but it's, as, it's hard to explain and you have to see it, but I can channel my emotions. and help those around me in ways, Uh, and he sits down.
0: Well, if I may, that's not a bad thing to be able to do, Your Highness. Having compassion and empathy helps people. Yes, but
2: uh, I haven't exactly mastered it.
0: Well, that's all right. You got a whole journey ahead of you.
2: Yeah, he kind of slumps after he says that.
0: If
7: I may, your highness.
2: Kind of leaves him.
7: Your highness, I don't believe... Anyone, if they're truly honest with themselves, have mastered their emotions. Granted, yours are a bit different than the rest of us, but I think we can all safely say that we're all trying to master that. And some of us may spend our whole lives doing so. So there's no shame in not being a master of something. We're all learning. And if you can't learn, then, well, you can't grow. And I believe there's more to life than but just existing so i think you'll get there and maybe this will aid you in that. but uh
5: hopefully i
0: believe so it's also taking the first step to realizing that you know you have emotions in the first place and i know that sounds really stupid to say but some people just don't think they do and that and deeper to explore so the fact that you are and you're deciding to turn that into your source of power I think is is a mighty fine direction to take yourself in so good job is basically what I'm trying to say I,
2: I appreciate it of course I guess
4: go well.
0: uh... ahead Nikki oh you go no, I've been talking so much. Please go. <laughs> oh. Oh,
4: Operation Billboard failed. Alright. So um worry, I still got it.
7: <laughs> you can't get out of talking. You can't.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh R is gonna stand up. Uh good evening, everyone. Uh I go by many names. I used to be the son of a noble family, unfortunately that family is no longer here with us. And so I've come to go by my stage name more, as I am a traveling bard, just looking to make a bit of coin. Uh, I was invited under my noble name, but I rarely use it now. Uh, You can all call me uh, Freddy. My full name my full stage name is uh, Frederick Faro, And I look forward to getting to know all of you. And then he sits back down.
0: Well, said, really nice to meet you.
5: Nice to meet you <laughs> as yes. well.
0: Nice to meet you, and I'm quite excited to
7: see what you have up your sleeve. I always enjoy a fellow bard. <laughs> um, perhaps you could
6: play something for us sometime. I have a feeling we're going to be with each other on the road quite a bit. And Noe... Sorry, go ahead. Nikki?
4: Oh, I have many a song to play for you, Your Majesty.
6: Uh, Noe has a hint of a smile on her lips and she nods her head. She's lo- looking forward to it. Um, I... It's a pleasure to meet you all formally. I am Noe uh, Melanoe. You do not have to address me as Queen this whole time. Please don't. Um. And she's like steadfastly ignoring, like perhaps, looks from her royal party. <laughs> Um and uh she, I know this must be a shock to all of you uh, as it is f- for me as well but um I think that we will do just fine
0: don't you Yeah I reckon we'll be all right
6: He, um, has anyone not introduced themselves yet?
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's Encina and Woe haven't introduced themselves yet.
6: And Click Clack. And Click Clack. Yep. Okay. Okay. okay, so Noah's gonna kind of flicker her eyes over those, the three that have not been introduced, and she um, kind of tilts her head. She goes, And
0: you are. Um, I think Encina will go, <laughs> yeah. Encina kind of sees that Woe is hiding, it is like huh. you know. Um, uh, and she goes, Oh, well, my name's Encina Virgil. Uh, been all across the map, both in Sunmore and Puppet. I've seen a bunch of shit. I'm a sword for hire, a hand for hire. I'll do just about any job you want me to. Provided if it's for the right price. I ain't studied shit. I don't really know shit. I just kind of learn as I go. So. What you see is what you get, pretty much.
6: Sometimes that is the best time to learn. It's true. As we grow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't particularly like the, the premise of this whole Sacred Seven, but I won't deny that it was probably the most interesting job I'll take. The day is not over yet. This is true. And, um, I think Encina is gonna kind of, like, turn a little bit towards Woe and be like, you mighty quiet, quiet child, are you alright? You don't gotta say nothing if you don't want to, but... We would like to know your name, at least, if that's all right with you. Uh,
8: I am Sorry.
0: Sorry, right. you ain't got nothing to apologize for.
8: Uh, My name is Vol Velka mm-hmm. I am the, the granddaughter of Spring Velka Dark, the ambassador to Velka Dark or two puppets from Belkatar I do not think I should be here I think someone else would be the more fitted to be the fated Um, thank you I will go and I'm gonna like Start walking
7: toward the door. Wait. Like, <laughs> I think Oriana is going to quickly yeah. follow. But no, no. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I, I understand. It's this is terrifying. Believe me, I, I understand very much so. But you were chosen for a reason. It, Give yourself a chance to at least hear it out. You it can could, always go home
8: be the reason, or it could be the no reason, or it could be uh, that um, perhaps the wimpy arm king wants the job
7: Uh, (laughs)
0: let's not let's not, well no No, not not let, I think let's I agree
8: then the ugly boy and I'm pointing at um, Janice (laughs) oh my
6: gosh
2: (laughs) at Janice? yeah, Janice (laughs) is in the room He's not, I, I don't think. He's I'm not. not I'm he's outside.
6: Miss Woe. Woe points to the door. The ugly bitch <laughs> outside. <laughs> oh my god. Miss um, Woe, if... Wait, just just a moment. Please.
5: She is not listening.
6: <laughs> She's not listening? Is Woe gone? Okay. Uh... <laughs> She's uh, no way looks at whoa, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think part of her is like, oh, another one of my babies, <laughs> and so she's gonna use try to use like a mothering tactic, and be like, please sit. We must talk about this like adults. Whoa,
7: well, uh, if if I may, it, if you it's are not uncomfortable. My fault.
8: The, the plant was taken, yes? And so, someone else do it.
7: You know, well, I completely agree with you on that. I totally agree. That it is not our job to do this. But, someone thinks there's something very special in you. That only you can do this. And... That's not something I, myself, have ever experienced. But if I may say, I I think you should give it a shot. And if it ends up being something you decide, well, this is not my cup of tea, then you can leave. You can go home and we'll see to that the, you there safely. So if you will at least hear us out and see what we have to offer, maybe we can see what happens.
8: I I Suppose that I am interested in the plant. I will find it, yes? And I believe you will. Eat it?
7: Sure, you can have a bite. I don't yeah, see why best. not.
8: Then I will do mine best.
7: That's all we can mm. ask.
2: I think... Uh. Does Woe sit back down?
8: Uh, yes. I like, think like further behind. Uh, yeah.
2: I think Freya, uh, kind of looks down at, um, Beater, and is like, "Go give the little one comfort."
3: And, and sends Beater, kind of like snakes down, uh, through your like clothes because Viter made himself comfortable in your like long sleeve and is just like noodling up against your arm as flat as he could possibly do it. So instead of coming out the hand pocket, which would be the fastest, most direct route, instead he pulls a 180, goes back up towards your armpit and then down towards the floor as he crawls across and underneath the table up to Woe. And, Woe, you feel there down at your feet, just kind of, like, scurrying around your feet and kind of, like, pawing at your dress, kind of, like, asking permission to come up.
8: Um, as I can communicate with feet, I guess I say yes. <laughs> come aboard?
3: Yeah. Yeah, so you you kind of, like, give a little tap-tap, like, uh, with your toes, and you just kind of, like, give the little signal for Vitor to kind of come up, and uh, they fully go into your, like, dress pocket and, like, curl into a full circle. I think the only one who has not introduced themselves to the party is Click Black.
8: Everyone's probably just looking at you. Uh,
1: so, party. Click Clack's Click been silent the entire time, just mostly taking in all the information that has been, like, just basically thrust upon them. And He doesn't know why he's there. I mean, obviously, nobody knows why he's there. Like, why any of them are there. But he really doesn't know why he's there. He doesn't have, like, royal bloodline. He doesn't have, like, any outstanding skills or anything. He just has a boy that he wants to take care of. So, uh... Click Clack kind of like just takes off the little monocle that he sold and takes off the top hat and sits down. He stands up and he places his hand on his chest and he just says Click Clack. Please help. My son is very sick. And then he sits
3: down again. So, as you guys are all kind of coming to the reality after introducing yourselves, saying your names out loud, and getting a good look upon each other's faces, Encina in and in Click Clack, you recognize each other.
0: Oh, shit. Um, I, I think Encina... Think-
1: Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think Click Clack is like trying very hard to not
0: make eye contact with Encina. Um, I think Encina sees that and uh respectfully also does not make eye contact with click clack um there's a part of her that wants to interact but she doesn't want to do it in front of everybody um, so she i think she might wait until there's like a, a space for them to to have privacy
3: absolutely this recognition in each other's eyes knowing just how dark each other's pasts are without a word being said. You guys silently plan to possibly have a small conversation later when there are not so many eyes and ears around. And McCuster, after you all introduce each other, introduce yourselves, he looks over and he's like, well, since you all know each other's names, My name is General Felix McCuster. I am the royal guard and the guard of the royal family here in Lenloch. I have been doing this duty for over 50 years. I very proudly wear my coat of arms and very proudly protect my queen and my king and the family. I. Uh, As much as I am a guard and I can offer you protection while you are here in Lenloch, I cannot go with you on your quest up north. Unfortunately, duties call for me to stay here. But if you all choose to accept this mission, we can set you all up with individual rooms, feed you, dress you, give you nice warm clothes, give you potions for the road, and the king has also offered to open his vault for you all so you may take an item of needing on your journey. Well that's
0: just the kind of thing he's done since we got here.
3: He has just been, like, everyone, like, during this entire conversation, the, like, talking woe in and everything that's been going on, all during the interactions, interactions the king has just been silent.
8: Because of his weakness, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
5: yep. I think the Freya, alcohol.
2: Looks, Freya looks at Felix and is like, I heard you correctly, we can have any item.
3: The king kind of like darts his eyes between you and General McCuster, knowing damn well what's in that vault. And McCuster, without breaking eye contact from you, says anything
2: I'll choose first
7: if I may before we get into this um your highness Oriana looks to the king I want to hear your thoughts on all of this you're the one who gathered us here you're the one who requested seven, so if you would do me the honor because I am willing to take up this mantle as one of your seven I am willing to go get this plant I am willing to do what is ever needed to bring back something that will do good for the world better than your rule has ever done for any of us and because I am doing you And all of us, this courtesy, I need you to tell me exactly what you think and what you need from us. Because by God, if we're going to do this, then I want to know everything I'm getting myself into. So please, speak your mind, sir. You've been awful quiet. And I can tell by your gaze, your mind is elsewhere. But please, for a moment of sobriety, I would... Love to hear whatever it is that you originally believed and wanted us for.
3: Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Alright. <laughs> Your DC is five. He rolled a oh.
7: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have uh considering I have a plus five to persuasion, we I already got this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, all you can. It's just don't get a one. That's basically all I'm asking. Don't I get got a one. fifteen.
2: So we're yeah, good. you <laughs> oh, great. Technically, you technically get had a pick. plus six because my aura gives you a plus one no matter what. But when okay, I'm so
7: sixteen. The double, Beautiful. Yeah.
3: Beautiful. So you look, and the king, everybody who has recently looked at him, and like kind of is just examining his behavior throughout all of this. He's deeply uncomfortable with all of the, let's be honest here, shit-talking that's been happening at the (laughs) table. Listen. He stands up. uh, He stands, as he stands, you notice that he is not as tall as Freya is. Freya is a very tall satyr. Um... Uh, but he only kind of stands at about, like, six foot, maybe six foot one on a good day. Um, but he's also a very portly man um, with, like, a large, unkempt red beard and, like, bright red hair. And he, uh, had like, his fur, he, as a satyr, is very, like, gray, white, and black speckled. Um, and he looks out to all of you, giving each one of you a second of eye contact. And then he's like, We need this plant back. There are too many unknowns about this plant to leave it in unsafe hands. And if it is going anywhere, into Puppet, it is unsafe. It is also unsafe as a journey. The woods, the wilds, there's a reason we have not expanded beyond our walls in many, many years. The woods have become unkempt, untamed, and they've changed in a way. We've sent guards after guards, post of inspection and evaluation of the lands that are happening around and what's happening around us. And all we know is that over the past five years or so, the plant life has begun to change. They've grown larger, stronger. They grow taller, their roots thicker, breaking up the grounds. And with that as well, the animal life, they've grown, they've gotten huge, their antlers spreading 10 feet wide. Animals in sizes that even match your size, and looks over to Encina. There are creatures out there that have... Taken many good men. And it is a dangerous journey. But if this plant does not go retrieved, I fear in the wrong hands what this could mean. And so the magic rock from the sky tells us that the sacred seven are the ones who are here to save us. I've known this my, my whole life. I've heard it my whole life. And now, 300 years later, the seven are here. And we feel like it is important enough to ask of you.
4: All right, to the armory
2: then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I gotta get I paid. <laughs> scary <and> scary <laughs> um, I gotta get paid. I think as Eros was talking, Freya was already standing at the vault, looking at McCuster like, "Are you gonna open this thing?"
7: Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. thank you for thank you, Your Highness, for giving us no new information and telling us what we already knew. I don't
4: know <laughs> how dangerous it is. Ten I'm foot
3: antlers sounds scary. Like a <laughs> He kind of, like, rolls his eyes at the, like, no new information. And he's like, Well, how about this for new information? Your reward. And he looks to all of you and he's like, For now, I will be giving each of you 2,000 gold pieces and one item from my vault. Upon Mm -hmm. successful return of Nuna's grace, you will each receive an additional 20,000 gold. How about this, Your Highness?
0: <laughs> how about this, Your Highness? This general over there was saying something about how this plant has healing properties,
3: correct? McCuster uh, nods and says, yes, that's correct.
0: Well, if I heard my little ears correctly... That gentleman over there, the Kenku, said his son was very sick. I think you should offer him some of that plant for coming out here and doing your business.
3: Absolutely. We will offer the largest petal at the time of retrieval. And, (laughs) like, you know that that is more than enough to come up with some sort of healing properties for your son. And from what you've heard about this flower, it is truly a, like... Miracle elixir and could very well fix everything that is wrong with your son.
1: Click, click, fully bursts into
8: tears. <laughs> oh, baby!
3: Don't you start crying
8: because now
2: I'll start crying. Um. Oh god. <laughs> Freya tur- turns for a second and looks at his father and goes, "Not only his son." But every other person that is sick gets help.
7: No, I agree.
2: Outside this wall.
7: I agree. If I may, as kind as 20,000 gold is, I think there are better rewards you could be giving us as well. Money is not really something I particularly need. But I believe upon successful return I would like to discuss my reward with you in person.
3: That can be arranged. And anything need that else that you out. feel like you may want to substitute for the twenty thousand or feel like you also deserve alongside, we will make amends and try and make it right for you
0: i think i'd also Um, like to take that offer
7: oh go ahead i'm sorry no all i was going to say is i would like to have this in writing
3: of course and he um it's like takes out a little like stack of paper from like a book bag that he has like next to his like chair leg pulls out a couple of pieces of paper and he's like well, it's going to take me a while to write seven contracts, so feel free to go and browse the vault while I write these up. Freddy's right behind Freya. Yep.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, um, General McCuster leads everybody unless there's anything else anyone wants to say before we leave the vivarium.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Uh, I was just going to say that um, Encino will probably, like, Linger towards the back of the crowd kind of hoping to get click clacks attention if click clack wants to talk to her But she's not going to force it. She just she just wants to say hi
1: I think after like standing up for click clack and like getting the pedal promised, ClickClack absolutely will go talk to Encina.
0: Yay! Um, so I think um, when ClickClack, you know, like, accepts her invitation, Encina makes herself as small as she possibly can. She sits literally on the ground and looks ClickClack in the eyes with this kind of familiarity that ClickClack would only know because of where they've been. And Encina looks at Click Clack and goes All you need is faith.
1: Uh Click Clack looks at Encina and just uh opens up her mouth and says And a steady hand.
0: yeah, that's what I thought. Listen, you don't gotta say nothing. We both know where we've been. But, if it means anything to you, if you got that little boy at home sick, I will be your shield. I will help you as much as I can. Because that's all I've wanted to do since... ...since leaving that place, so. You've got a, you've got a friend in me, as they say.
1: Um, Click Clack is gonna like look up in- at Encina, and they're gonna open their mouth again, and in a voice that Encina would recognize, just says, "Dumb bird, today's the day you die."
3: And then like just kind of. Oh. Just- <laughs> Yeah, and you definitely recognize that voice.
0: Is uh, it's I'm assuming it's um someone she's intimately familiar with. Absolutely. Cool. Um, d- click, clack can, and it's not directed at click, clack, but click, clack can see the like veins about to to burst out of Encina's forehead, and she goes, "Yeah, well, darling, listen." If we cross paths with that man again when we get to puppet, it's not going to be you who's dying that day. I promise you that. So, you just stick with me, okay? I promise I won't let you get hurt. Uh
1: I think click clack is just going the huggins, you know.
0: Oh! <laughs> I love that and cena um just because of the sheer size of her and how small click clack is she very gently hugs him back she doesn't want to crush him um but she gives him a hug and she says you know for what it's worth I didn't want to come here I didn't want to do this but I'm glad if it means i I could uh if it means I can meet you maybe it's worth something so. And Insana hugs him a little bit tighter.
3: As you two share this deep personal connection, each knowing just how dark each other's past is and what you may have done to survive this long and be separate from where you once came, you guys share a knowing and deep, deep friendly but intimate hug as you guys kind of relieve each other's stress and know that you guys are going to have each other's backs through this mission as General McCuster leads you all down a hallway away from the party towards the vault he you all approach a literal uh, metal vaulted door that McCuster uh, you see he grabs that wheel and he just starts to kind of spin it and for a second it doesn't move and then it just spins and spins as it opens up and the vault door opens slowly to reveal a large corridor that stretches from like one end to the other that is just filled with bookcases upon bookcases of magical items and from here you are all welcome to take a uncommon magical item for your use and, Freya's, and uh, love. Freya yeah, Freya, you can go ahead and give me a stealth check for the item stealth that...
5: Because
3: yeah, okay. McCuster's here.
2: Okay. Uh, This is important to me. I'm going to take a blood dye. die. What? Uh,
7: this is going to be a little odd, but it's can before she goes into the vault, can Oriana take a moment to kind of inspect the vault door itself to look at the mechanics of it?
3: Absolutely, you can give me an investigation check on that if you'd like.
7: <laughs>
3: awesome, you can do Freya's thing while I'm doing this. <laughs> Just maniacal <some laughs> giggling. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, DM, you're gonna hate me.
3: Yeah, that's
2: another. Thirty Good, On, a nat 20. 20. Oh, On a nat 20 On a nat 20 On a nat 20 Screaming So technically it's a 31 Because I get a plus 1 due to my aura You are level 3 sir. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Act like it Act like it
3: Start rolling normal numbers Alright that's too high for me to count <laughs> so yeah, a 30 beats the DC 15 I will <laughs> you can have your belt sir
7: yes! um in other news, Oriana got a 17 on inspecting the door.
3: <laughs> nice incredible. That is a normal number for a third level character. What are you looking for within the door? Like are you looking at the mechanics, like how it works, or like just like the like if there's any designs or any encryptions or anything along that lines?
7: Kind of both. She wants to see what exactly the door is how the door is put together, but also because she wants to see how easily it could be broken into. Because as an artificer, you need to know how easy it is to get into whatever was built because she wants to make something or she strives to make things that if people take them apart or try to break into them, they either fail safe to where they cannot be opened or they explode. Or (laughs) uh, if they're trying to be put back together, it does not work anymore. So she wants to learn the mechanics of it, she wants to see what's kind of magic used. She just wants to see if she were to be faced with this door when it's locked, how easily she could get into it, but also how it works.
3: Awesome. So on a 17 investigation check onto the vault door, there's no, like, encryptions or magical encryptions that you see, like, on the exterior of the door But upon further investigation, you see a small little rune that is attached to the mechanism that holds the, like, the circular wheel that opens the door to the door itself. Um, And as you're kind of, like, looking deeper into it, and you, you know, like, some magical ruins you had to kind of, like, tamper with that stuff as you were building your Mockingjay... You can see that this one is like a spell uh, that is like a recognition spell, uh, so it is only recognized users within this spell's like jurisdiction can physically open the door, and as you kind of like tamper with the wheel to kind of like check it out and kind of like see what as it works, you see that as you go to try and like spin the wheel to try and like actually move the mechanisms that are located inside the interior of the door, you cannot physically move it. Even on a natural 20 strength check, you cannot physically move the door wheel. Uh, but all of the mechanisms for the door are connected to that little, like, piece that's connected to the door. And it seems to go inside the door, where you can he- hear, like, the clicking and turning of wheels. Use And uh, notice, on the outside of the vault door, there are three, like, what look like, circles on the outside which what you would assume are the locks of this place and so when the door is closed those locks will be activated by the wheels inside of the vault door that then jut out into the three openings that are located in the like door frame for the vault
7: okay fascinating and with that new information she begins to actually browse what will actually help her upon this
3: Sorry. The artifice has got an artifice. Oh Fuck yeah, of you. course. You gotta look at the tiny stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you all take your time in browsing these items. You are welcome to stay as long as you'd like into these vaults to pick out these items. Um, uh, for you all, you're welcome to, if you've already got something picked out, you can go ahead and add it to your inventory. If you don't, you have until the next time we record our next episode to pick one out. So don't worry about that if you don't have anything in mind. But after everybody has chosen their item and placed it upon their person, You are shown to individual rooms here in the castle that are set up for guests, um, like for guests. Uh, as opposed to Freya, you have your own room to go back to, unless you would like to take the guest room that has been made up for one of the sacred seven, as well as Melano, as well. You have your own bed to go back to with the king, but you are also welcome to take the guest suite if you so choose.
2: Um, I think I'm going to stand back and wait to see what my mom decides. on whether she Mm -hmm. takes a guest room or not. Because... Good. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Freya's going mm-hmm. to sleep. Or Fair. There's a lot on your mind. Like, not go straight to sleep.
3: Right. Um. Yeah, you're welcome to all. Like. You can mingle amongst yourselves, they're not discouraging like talking or chatting amongst yourselves. They're mostly just showing you uh, where your beds will be located for the night. There is like a common area that is located basically right outside most of your doors. All of your rooms are kind of in a single corridor area, uh, so there is like a common area where you all can actually like relax and hang out. There are always servants and handmaidens walking around, Freya. Uh, there you can always call upon your personal servant, whose name is Sorius, uh, if you needed anything specifically for yourself. Um, uh, but. You all basically have the rest of the afternoon to yourself. McCuster did say that they would send you off tomorrow morning, allow you all a full night's rest and a full long rest before taking off the next day.
2: I think Freya just retires and kind of goes and sits out on the balcony. I think he decided to take a guest room. Mm-hmm. So I think he mm-hmm. sits out on the balcony and just kind of looks up at the stars.
3: Okay, no problem. Um, So you kind of, like, retire to the guest room and kind of uh, sit out on the balcony and look at the uh, stars and that the constellations and stuff that are forming out in the night sky, uh, as the day starts to turn, uh, as, um, dusk falls and, uh, the moon starts to show on the, uh, vast, uh, tree line that you can see from your little balcony that is beyond your walls and out into the great unknown in which you'll be headed tomorrow morning. Uh, what about our other friends did you uh, did you want to um, there's always still like a small party that's still happening downstairs but you all did also receive some life-shattering news so it would be kind of expected you maybe not wanted to go back to party unless you had business or things that you wanted to take care of out there. Um, you're free to chat amongst yourselves before the end of the night, though. If anyone wants to chat with anybody.
7: I think Orianna, um, just because this is such... She was not expecting this. Um, she was never expecting this. Um, doesn't really know what to do or feel about all of this. She doesn't exactly know how to feel about herself, the situation... And I think part of her hesitates in the hallway to go back to the party to speak to her parents one more time. But instead, she just goes to the nearest, um, I guess, common area. And still in her full gown, uh, she takes off her crown and shoes and her gloves and she sits in a chair and just sets her hands in her lap and she rests her head, her head back and takes a breath. And I think for a moment she expects to wake up at her desk that like this didn't actually happen. It's a dream. But when she opens her eyes again, she's still there, still in the common room. And I think Part of her wants to reach out to the others, but part of her is also nervous, too, because she doesn't want to overstep, or um, this is something she's still learning, because she's not exactly, she's trained to act around people much like herself, much like the prince and the queen, but She's not used to being able to have a normal life. So I think she'll take a moment to kind of reflect and let herself kind of relax. And I think she'll fiddle with her hand a little bit as she kind of just takes it all in. But she is open for all conversation if someone were to join her.
8: Sounds scary. I won't.
7: That's fair.
3: Sounds like so much. So, Oriana, you take a moment, considering going out and speaking to your family, people you've confided in for your whole life and who they've protected you for all of yours, protected you from yourself protected you from your own mistakes, tried to protect you from the world as we knew it, um, and became even more protective after your accident a year ago. And you take a moment and you think about what becoming your own person means to you, and you decide to step away and enjoy the silence of not hearing other people's judgmental thoughts in the back of your own mind.
7: The only judgmental thoughts she hears are her own. And even for the moment, they're quiet. And I think for just a split second, She finally lets her guard down, her shoulders sink, and she's able to breathe for the first time in so many
3: years. You enjoy the deep relaxation of finally getting the opportunity to go out and show what you can do to other people and I feel like is there anything else that anyone else would like to do for the evening
4: uh, DM quick question uh, did we get yeah. our money the 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 one that responded <laughs> first
3: already yes. or not yet okay yes you all did get 2,000 gold up front. Good. We were quite worried
7: about our payments. It's going to be very useful.
8: <laughs> need
7: uh, to buy.
6: I would like to talk to my husband at some point, but that could be next one.
4: A do you guys have money problem? problems. Back to his room. Perfect. Um,
3: I would also I... like
0: to have a conversation, um, but I'm good waiting. <laughs> yes.
3: Absolutely. So, Encina, um, who did you want to speak to?
0: Um well it's not actually anyone we've met yet. Um but
3: mm.
0: I think Insena's you know who it is, CJ. <laughs> yes, yes.
3: Um, so we'll do Melano first and then we'll come back to you. Yeah, perfect. So Melano, you walk away from the corridor where the Sacred Seven have been placed. Your son staying in the guest suite for the night. You walk down towards your own living chamber. You share a room with your husband, King Eros. Uh, You uh, walk into your room knowing that your children have all been handled by your handmaidens and got into proper night gear, as your handmaidens usually do for you, to allow you some breath of fresh air. You go into the king's and yours room. You see it is fairly neat in here. It's fairly put together, but it's mostly by your own doing. Um, uh, The king's side of the bed is... little bit messier than your side there's clothes kind of astray and the drawers are kind of half opened and half closed at the same time and you see the king in bed
6: uh is he asleep or is he just chilling there reading his nightly materials his nightly romance novel (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay. His nightly one on this novel.
6: Okay, insight.
3: Oh no way, girl. She got a four. A four. Um, with a four. Oh man. So he l- appears to be asleep. Uh, he is like half under his covers. You can tell that there is a uh, line of the clothes that he was once wearing that evening leading from the door to his side of the bed. Uh, but he appears to be asleep.
6: Um, she stands there for a moment and just looks at her presumably sleeping husband and just a look crosses her face of... Like, exhaustion, but also exhilaration. Um, and she quickly wipes it off her face, and she walks closer to the bed and places her palm on the mattress. Eros, wake up.
3: You see he kind of rolls his head over in your general direction and opens his eyes. My queen.
6: Do we need to talk about what happened tonight?
3: I... I don't... There's really not much to talk about, um... I, uh, I didn't fucking expect you and Freya to get picked in the choosing. Well,
6: That's not like I could have helped that,
3: Eros. No, no, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying you did this or you had any thought or anything of it. I just, um... really, um, just... is going to be... harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was just going to be sending seven strangers out to the woods, but instead I'm sending my fucking wife. Why'd you say it's like that? Because I don't fucking want you to leave.
6: And why is that terror? Because you'll miss me. She kind of looks like gives him a look of disbelief. She goes You don't think I'm worried about leaving you here behind?
3: No, you know I could take care of myself. There's just hmm. shit everywhere, like just proving the absolute opposite of what he just said. Oh, Eros.
6: This castle, this kingdom, it needs me, but you need to learn how to take care of it your own. Are you going to be able to do that?
3: I, I guess I'm going to have to. Hmm. I'll do
6: she it. She pushes herself. She pushes herself away from the bed. And she looks around the room at his items, clearly strewn about. <laughs> I am going to go on this mission. Because our kingdom needs protecting. But you need to figure out how to be a king without me by your side.
3: He looks down a little bit, nods knowingly, and then looks to you and be like, Are you going to stay here tonight? Or are you going to use Should the Should I? I'd like I don't for you know, to my bed. But I also won't I... be hurt if you choose not to.
6: Hmm... She looks at him for a long moment, like she's trying to decide. Um, I think I need time to think, Eros. I will take the guest room.
3: I, he says, as he just kind of like pulls the covers up a little bit over his indisposed self.
6: You need to get some rest, and tomorrow, in the morning, you need to save face. You need to show the kingdom that everything is going to be okay. I need to know you can do that.
3: I, I can, I can do that. Okay. Sleep tight.
6: She pauses at the door and, and doesn't glance back, but just looks forward. You as well, Eros. And she
3: shuts the door behind you, closing the door literally and figuratively on one chapter of your life. Where do you go? <gasps>
6: Where do I go? Where do I go
3: indeed? Um, your your option s- in front of you is one that you can choose to not to disclose at this time. You can visit mm-hmm. your son, your youngest son. You can visit any of your other children as well if you wish to see them. You will have an opportunity to see them before you leave tomorrow, but if you wish to pop in, say goodnight to any of them, you're welcome to do so. Um, you can also adjourn yourself to your guest room.
6: I, hold on, I believe, I'm going to message DM real quick.
3: You're welcome to do that, if you'd like. Okay.
6: Okay. So, um, I would like to go, uh, talk to my right-hand man, uh, Felix McCoster.
3: You walk in the direction of which you last saw him, passing your children's rooms. And watching as he closes the door on your last child, making sure that they're all safe and sound for the night. As he meets your gaze and he's like, my queen. General.
6: Do you have a moment? I do. Um, she steps further into the room and makes sure that there's no buddy around. I cannot guarantee what is going to happen in the future. But if something were to happen, you will be here holding it down. Correct?
3: I That's right, my queen you know as well as I do that the king may step up but he may not step up as far as he needs to and I will do everything in my power to keep this family safe to keep this kingdom safe and running in order
6: Um, you can kind of see Noe breathe a sigh of relief I need you to make sure that he does what he needs to be what needs to be done i know that i always have and i know i don't need to say it but perhaps today i do need to i need to say it
3: no make sh- yeah I will make sure, and do what's right. But, if I may be bold, my queen, I do not wish you to go.
6: Felix. I have a duty to uphold the prophecy and I cannot say that part of me isn't excited to go out again to be out in the kingdom to go back to puppet but I'd be lying if I said a part of me did not want to go as well
3: I know you will return home to us. But while you are out there, I hope it brings back the memories of the adventures that I know you for.
6: I am hoping to make new ones. And I hope that once this is over, I'll be able to come back and tell you of them.
3: I cannot wait for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he way, kind of Shuts the door behind you guys, leading into the hallway. Um, wait, we're out and we're now in the hallway? No, no, you are now in currently sleeping Pluto's room.
6: Oh, from baby Pluto's room. Um, she diverts her gaze from him to her baby, and she walks over to his crib and places her hands on the side and looks down onto his sleeping face. I'm doing it for him and for my other children, you know that's right.
3: I know you would do anything for them. They are your I would whole do... world.
6: Yes. I would do anything to protect everything in this kingdom. And she kind of she locks eyes with Felix then. And it lingers for a moment. And she... Her heart breaks as she steps away from her baby's crib you know i don't like goodbyes
3: (laughs) then let's not make this goodbye let's just keep it at i'll see you soon
6: i can do that
3: and he hugs you deeply.
6: No, it absolutely hugs him back. (laughs) What are you going to say?
3: No, I was going to say, with a sleeping Pluto next to you all, doing everything in his power to not make too much noise to awake the child he just laid down to rest. You guys hug, and embrace knowing that you will see each other again someday.
6: Oh she (laughs) Take care of yourself general. And with one last kind of lingering squeeze, she steps Away from him. I'm afraid I have to go back. To my guest room now.
3: He does his best. To hold onto your hand. For as long as he can. As you're trying to like walk away. Knowing you have to get some rest. Before the next day. And... Right before it feels like it's just been a little too long of him holding you back, he lets you go. Um,
6: her hand drops to her side, and she she's still looking at him for a long moment before she nods to herself. Until next time, General McCuster. <laughs> and she, she, uh... Looks at him, looks at her baby, and then she walks out the door.
3: You walk out the door towards your guest suite to tuck in for the night. Incena. Miss Beef.
0: Yellow. 100% certified Angus
3: Beef. 100% certified Angus Beef. You <laughs> walk into your guest room. It is a very nice guest room. You know, you're used to kind of like taking what's at the tavern and it's usually shared with a couple of people. Um, and you know, you kinda take what you can get as far as like where you're gonna be resting your head for the night. And this is a nice place for the night. It's like a really cushy mattress, it's Uh, like really soft pillows and like a very nice heavy like blanket so like you're you're gonna stay nice and toasty through the night which is something that is something that you don't necessarily get a hundred percent of the time most taverns are are nice but like they're not gonna be as anywhere as nice as this
0: absolutely and i think um part of the thing is too is that usually the beds are too small to accommodate in cena so she's just kind of like all right.
3: Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a fairly large bed, but it for sure doesn't quite fit you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of like a it, it's at least it's at least like seven feet, seven and a half feet long. So it's mas- mostly just maybe like your calves hanging off the other side of the bed. But you can get most of your body on the bed, which is pretty decent. A lot better than the, like, pop-up little, like, cots at, like, really crappy taverns you've been to before. Yeah, no, that's absolutely, um...
0: That's delicious, for certain. Um, yeah, so is gonna, you know, walk in, kind of see what she's dealing with for the night, Um, and she, she kind of looks around and she's like, well, this is interesting. And she's gonna take it in, kind of walk around for a bit, just kind of like pacing back and forth is just very wrapped up in her own mind at the moment. Um, because there's a lot of things that, there's a lot of things that she didn't have to really think about until tonight there's a lot of things that like she'll think about in passing but now she like really has to like look at these things that are in front of her and it's it's a lot it's dredging up a lot of old memories that she has been trying to make peace with for the longest time and hasn't been able to um and she She's pacing, and eventually she says, "Fuck this shit," and she goes and she changes out of her um, out of her dress and into her normal clothes um, because she just feels more at peace in that because it's it's familiar, it's what she knows, it's she's most comfortable. Um, so she changes into her regular clothes and sits on the bed for a little while, and she's got her her hands just kind of clasped together, and she's staring. She's, like, staring at the floor for what feels like hours. And eventually she goes, Are you around, cast?
3: And as you say that, you are you just hear a voice coming from over close to the balcony and be like, Man, it took you long enough
0: do you mean it took me long enough? I just fucking got here. And- and Cena gets You've up and walks over to the balcony.
3: You've <laughs> been staring at the floor for two hours, kid. Well, fuck
0: me if it didn't feel like two hours, okay? I got a lot going on up here.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously. Look at you, in a group, on a mission. Fucking weird.
0: Yeah, definitely fucking weird, especially considering I'm getting thrown into the whole divine again, which is not my half, to be honest. And it's Tina comes up, kind of like, over it and looks out at the castle below and like the going.
3: They join you standing next to you on the balcony, but they are leaning backwards up against the balcony as you're staring out, kind of have their back up against that lean and they're kind of like leaning back, kind of looking at you. They've got a like all black three-piece suit on that kind of blends into the natural skin tone of black underneath that creeps up his face like tendrils that crawl across his jawline that expose a red face and dark, pupilless black eyes. But as you stare into the face of this, honestly, demon, you're not scared. In fact, you feel comfortable.
0: Yeah, and Cena and feels like this is as much as she's ever is being, being this this creature. And um, she takes a moment, sits in silence with him for a little while, which is staying for him because he, he doesn't really do silence. And uh, she looks over at him and goes, I know you're going to be a Not ask you this, but I guess I should ask it all the same. What the fuck
3: am I doing? Like, this isn't well, no, this isn't you. This is not you. This isn't your thing. This isn't usually what you do. This isn't normally what we do. But hey, I promised you growth, I promised you opportunities. And I promised you an opportunity for revenge. Isn't that right? Right?
0: Yeah, you did. I mean... Yeah, you did.
3: You... will not be able to avoid them on your journey.
0: (sighs) Yeah, that's... uh, I figured that. And don't get me wrong, there's... There's part of me that thinks this has just been a long time coming. part of me that just never wants to... Never wants to see that man again.
3: I hear you. I would, uh... If I were you, I'd blow his face off the moment I saw him. But... You know, you could still do that, but at least you have some people behind you now. Not only that, you've got Click.
0: This is true. Um, I'm really glad he's okay and that he made it out of there. I'm kind of concerned that his little boy is so sick, but... Mm. we can get this fucking plant back, we can... You know, fix the kid, and maybe it'll... <laughs> maybe it'll be happy ever after for somebody.
3: Oh, for sure. No, like, I'll be honest here. If you get that plant and you come back, kid will be fine. People will be fine. He'll heal. He'll get well. He'll live a long, happy life.
0: He deserves as much for what he's been through.
3: You just, um... Just be, be careful. Be observant on your way up. The king was um, not very 100% honest with all of you on the dangers that await you out there in the wilds.
0: Well, considering I called him shit, I'm not surprised, but... If you want to enlighten me, that'd be nice.
3: Oh, you... You can't learn it right now. I'll tell you in a minute.
0: You know, you fucking suck sometimes.
3: Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's, like, the first time since Encina's got to the party that she, like, genuinely starts laughing and, like, smile on her face. And she, um... Even though, uh... Cast is a formidable creature, she does still, like, very gently punches him in the shoulder and goes, Well, I guess there's got to be something I like about you. I'm keeping you around this long. It's been, what, five years?
3: Yeah, it's been a long time we've been hanging out. Yeah. Okay, you'll do fine out there. Just pay attention to everything, all right? No little detail is too unimportant.
0: I'll keep that in mind.
3: All right, well, I'll see you in a few days. And then he snaps his fingers, and he is like dust on the wind.
0: And um, watches as he disappears, and, um, though she says this, there's a big smile on her face, and she just goes,
3: "Fucking bitch. You see the duck form <laughs> a middle finger as it floats away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Cena bursts out laughing.
3: <laughs> it just dissipates. Uh, like, you see it for, like, a good couple seconds as it then dissipates on the face.
0: <laughs> and Cena's fully fucking cackling. Anyone? that's around can hear her and probably think she's a fucking crazy person if they don't already.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, there's God, a very her. tall Goliath who is laughing probably at the top of their lungs right now so anyone who is staying <laughs> next door can definitely hear the laugh out loud.
0: Yeah. yeah. And if there is anyone who is next door, they're welcome to come out and say hello.
2: <laughs> I'm on my balcony. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so you probably would have. You are on the opposite side of the hallway, Freya, so you would not have heard this Mm -hmm. conversation. Uh, But you being out in the like open air when Encina was laughing, you would have heard Encina laughing.
2: I don't think Freya is perturbed by it. I think it's it's just when he's used to it.
3: With loud, boisterous father. laughs.
2: Yeah, with his father's mm-hmm. parties and the guest rooms.
3: Absolutely.
0: I I will say just mm-hmm. for like for flavor that like it's not like like Incena genuinely sounds joyful, like she just heard like the funniest fucking thing she's heard in her life. It's not like a maniacal laugh. <laughs> I just wanna Yeah, you know, float that out there. Oh, yeah. Um
3: hundred percent. It's like a situational laugh in a way. Like you're, it's so funny because everything's around you right now is just kind of grim in a way.
0: Yeah, everything's kind of topsy turvy, and she's uh,
3: so this kind of like humor is just absolutely top tier humor at this point.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um,
3: Beautiful, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to do, unless anyone wants to come talk to her.
3: <laughs> um, I think then, as you all kind of have your conversations with people and tuck in for the night, coming to the realization that a true adventure is starting for you all tomorrow, as you all drift into deep, long rest and dream about the unknown before you, dream of the trees, the grounds, the earth, the stars, the moons, people you may meet, people you have met, all swirling in your head with different possibilities as what you know in front of you is unknown. And this is where we're going to end our session.
2: Yay! Oh That was CJ so good. Yeah, I love that. Thank you again, CJ, for, doing this little series. Um, Absolutely. And thank you everybody who's come back again for another week to listen to us. Um, we will be back next week with another um, episode. Um, pay attention to all of our socials for upcoming um, like special events if we have um, upcoming like, mini-series or things in the hiatus um, whatnot um, announced is the story of before which I am currently working on um, that will be, re- be released once I am done recording all of the episodes um, and we will see you next week so goodbye everybody
3: Bye. Bye, bye bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.